Welcome back to Mental Maps. I hope this finds you well no matter what season of life you're in. Today's going to be a little bit of a different episode as we're moving away from maybe some more science-based topics or skill-based topics. And this is more of a reflection and a discussion about some knowledge and some insight recently gained through some adventuring and travel. And so if you like it, please let us know. Drop some comments on, connect with us on Instagram. I'd love to know your feedback as we kind of experiment with this and how, how this occurred to kind of set the stage. My wife and I were recently traveling through Appalachia, primarily in like North Carolina and Tennessee and, and Northern Georgia, and kind of working our way through there, just doing some different adventuring. And while we were there, just gaining insight, gaining new knowledge, and just enjoying nature, I kind of found myself having some really profound insight, not only on myself, but maybe about other concepts of, of the world. And so as we were discussing this, my wife was like, you've got to do a podcast episode on this. And I was like, I think you were right. And thus, here we are, uh, up to her urging me, because I do think she is right with, this is some really powerful, helpful stuff. And so we're going to kind of unpack this today. So as we were adventuring, just to kind of put it together, we, we were moving at different paces, and we, we found ourselves in the mountains. And, and as we were in the mountains, kind of working through and, and doing some whitewater rafting and hiking. And we get to a place for a couple of days where there's not a lot to do, really. Uh, we're in a cabin up there to kind of set the stage a little bit for you. Uh, we're at about 4,000 feet above sea level. We're overlooking this mountain range. And, and as we're there, everything that we need really is already there. We either brought it with us or it came with the spot that we were staying at. So there's no need to get wood. There's no need to go find food. There's nothing to fish for, nothing to hunt for, nothing to, to do. Is really just hiking, exploring, and being. And after we explored, and there was just kind of that, then we were just kind of in nature as we were moving at nature's pace. And as I was in that, I found myself quite restless. Now, this is a restless, you know, there's a lot of discussion on restlessness in, in pop culture right now. I mean, there's different biohacks to get rid of restlessness. What is restlessness? Why are we hurried? And, and there's some really good information and knowledge out there. But this is a type of restlessness more than just that feeling you get when you've been on a plane too long or in a classroom too long. Or even in a meeting too long. This is that like inner being that something is off with where you're at. And it's just a desire to go, but you don't even have like anywhere to go. And so as I was sitting there and I was in this place and I'm working through it, I'm over and I'm just looking at this mountain range. I find myself feeling this restlessness. And as I look around, there's really nothing else going on here, right? Outside of just the rhythmic movement of nature and what i began to understand is that my being was so used to moving at a set pace that it was outside of its normal context because the rhythm of where we were at was moving at a completely different rate at a much slower pace which was way more natural and it was way uncomfortable so it was almost as if my inner being was not in line with the natural world. And I think for many of us who find ourselves being restless and hurried and on the move in a place that's very uncomfortable, it's because our inner beings are not in line with the natural world. And what I mean by that is the natural world, the environment around us, when you get into nature, has its own rhythm. It's this beautiful almost theater drama that just 
plays out day after day. Whether anyone's there or not, it's just moving, right? The sun's peeking through, it's going to rain or it's going to snow, it's going to do its own thing, the birds are going to move, the animals are going to move, the wind, I mean, it's just doing it. And as you sit in it, especially on a peaceful day, there is just this calmness that goes along as the wind pushes the trees, as the birds chirp and move around and, and do different tasks and, and they're working, they're doing it, but all at this like pace that's so much different than, than what we're normally used to. And so when you think about for many of us, our own natural worlds are very different than that, right? Most of us have jobs to get to every morning. We're trying to fight through traffic, especially now post-COVID and everybody's back in the office. We're all kind of back in that place of hitting the road at a certain time, navigating, getting to deadlines. You got meetings to meet or schedules to maintain. If you have kids, you have those those um, expectations to meet and different places to go. You got friends to meet and, and there's just all this movement around you. And it's going at a pretty fast pace. No matter where you're at, whether you're in the middle of nowhere or you are in the middle of a city, if you were in a vehicle, car, some kind of mobile vehicle, in certain times of day, things are moving fast. And most of us fall in line with that world that's moving very fast. And if you're not moving fast, you're kind of the anomaly, right? Like it's a very different pace. I live in a, a, a place in Florida where there's a lot of golf carts on the road. And so one of the biggest challenges, if like you got to go somewhere, you jump on the back road and there's just a golf cart cruising, primarily like a, a traveler who's at a slower pace of life because they have nowhere to go. And it can be so frustrating because they're moving at like 25 miles an hour, just taking in the scenery and enjoying the sun while you've got to get to this meeting ASAP. And so I think that's where a lot of us sit is that we're living in this day after day after day with very little understanding of the true natural pace of the world. I think many times we forget that the world just keeps spinning at this really interesting pace in the grand scheme of what the universe is doing. There's this constant movement around us that barring it being a a catastrophic storm or some type of natural disaster, it's moving at a very slowed, peaceful pace. And rather for us, most of our days look kind of catastrophic with how fast that we're moving through the world. And so as I begin to set in it and kind of be in this restlessness and kind of just take in the environment and take in this place, I begin to understand that if we all want to remove the restlessness that is occurring in many of us. We have to slow our pace down similar to the natural world because ultimately we are going against the grain. We are in dissonance with the natural world. And even though it may allow us to get ahead or even though it may allow us to meet these expectations, we have to slow it down in whatever way that looks like so that we're going as if the natural world, as we're in the natural world. Now, with that comes some challenges. Some people already experience this, but I think it also can come back to what I was telling people when I got back from this adventure. It was almost kind of like I was in withdrawal from this pace, right? Because I get back and then I go back in and I jump in my, my ride to get to work and I'm just getting through traffic. I'm doing all these things. And even though like I've, I've kind of got this piece coming off of it, like it's, it's just a very kind of eye-opening, dissonant experience of like you were doing this one concept and now you're in this whole other pace. And so I think what can happen is when you do slow down and you jump back into your other natural world, it can be very overwhelming. And so I think one thing that we can discuss today that can be very applicable is 
how one how to slow down in a way that can be very natural and then two how to maintain it maybe in a time that's very fast-paced catastrophic traumatic however we want to use it anxious aroused that lead us to feel in the way that we feel and so we know that we're at a pace that may not that isn't natural for many of us and so if we know that, then we have to find ways to slow it down. I think nature is probably the best way to do that because it's going to do, it's going to move at this pace, whether you're there or not. It doesn't take a massage. It doesn't take, it, it takes nothing but just to be in it. But there's this concept that's getting popular in certain concepts of psychology called forest bathing. It's a, it came from Japan. And it's where people are just going into the wilderness, going into the forest, and just allowing them to like bathe really in, in the forest. So you're not taking a shower in the forest. You don't have a bathtub out there. You're just hanging out and allowing your environment to impact you. And so the, what we're seeing out of some of this research is that people just come back feeling refreshed, renewed, and kind of centered because that pace, that, that concepts of life, the, all the movements and the particles that are there in that area are slowing you down. Now, I know for some of you, when you think forest, you think like sneezing and your eyes watering and you're kind of walking through feeling miserable. So maybe taking some kind of antihistamine before you go out there if you have allergies. But I do recommend to get out in some concept of the natural world to allow it to slow you down. If that's a challenge, maybe, you know, you find yourself not able to access that very easily. Finding places that can be very centering and slowed. For some people, that's a sauna. For some people, that is some type of religious area. For some people, it can be uh, like a certain place in the town that's very quiet and away from everything. But I think you've got to find a way to get to a place that is forcing you to slow down and confront the inner restlessness that you have. Because if you continue to maintain the pace you're at, and I can speak from this from experience if you continue to maintain the pace you're at you don't really have to interact with the restlessness until you get in a state of dissonance if you follow this podcast a lot you know that it's very easily to get very easy to get in a state of dissonance primarily because what we're doing and what we're thinking don't add up and so the restlessness is really just a preview or even just a a pre-symptom Something that's kind of showing you, telling you something's not right. And if you interact on it or if you, you engage in it, it's going to change. But if you don't, then now I found myself moving at a pace that's not very fat, that's not very helpful. And now I'm finding myself feeling very dissonant. And then that leads to what we identify in Western culture as anxiety and depression and all these different concepts. But ultimately, it's just a feeling emotionally unwell because our inside and outside world don't add up. So finding these places to calm yourself and center yourself is so important. Yes, there's skills you can do and you can deep breathe, you can meditate, you can pray, you can do all of these different ways to kind of maximize your time in it. But at the end of the day, it's really just being in it and setting in it. Not running away from it, not numbing out on it, but just setting in it in a way that forces you to slow down. But part of this also is that we're navigating the entire dynamics of it um, on the adventure as well and as we we're kind of moving through we've done some whitewater rafting and, and i don't know if anyone listening is whitewater rafted but it, it's a really incredible experience i highly recommend everyone doing it um, but as you're doing it you have a tendency to want to just paddle really hard because that's ultimately what you feel like you need to do but then you just wear yourself out and you're just 
kind of done. And so it's really this, this beautiful, timed, rhythmic movement that then allows the, the river to take you in whatever way it needs to. It's three paddles on the right side, two paddles on the left. Boom, now you're in, the, now you're in where you're supposed to be and you're out. And I think so many times that can happen to us is that we get into our world or we get into these places that are the natural environment and we're just paddling really fast. We're trying to do all the things at one time. We're trying to maximize our time in the forest. We're trying to maximize our time in the sun. We're trying to maximize our time, you know, maybe just kind of sitting away in a quiet space. And really, it only takes maybe one movement here, two movements there to really just allow yourself to get into that rhythm that's going to take you to where you're supposed to be. So if you find yourself going against the grain and being in this state of restlessness, don't take that movement and try to force it upon this piece because ultimately you are just going to leave feeling more restless. And that's what I I think was really cool about this adventure that we had was not only... Did it force me to go at a pace that was so different than I had been at in a long time? But it also showed me how if I went too fast, bad things happened. You'd fall out of your raft or maybe you'd go too far down a hill. I mean, everything you do in this nature concept just moved very slow. And you also must move slow or you may find yourself in a tough place. So those are the concepts you can do. But then from that, you may also find that as you're moving this and as you're doing these concepts, you're going to have to insert back in the world, right? As great as it would be to just maybe quit your job and run out to the middle of the wilderness and live out there forever, we all can't do that. And so how do we take these skills, how do we take this pace of life and move it back into the world that we're living in today? And so one of the concepts I kind of took from this adventure was that it's going to move no matter what you do, right? Your environment's going to move around you no matter what you do, whether it's an environment that we have created as humans or it's an environment that the natural world has. It's still moving no matter what. The difference is, is are you okay not going at the pace of everyone else? So that's the first thing. Is it, am I okay not to go at that pace? And the second is, can I plan accordingly not have to go at that pace. The natural world's already moving at this pace. So you just have to jump in line with it. But when we go into the fast environment, we have to plan accordingly to move at that pace. And so whether it's going to bed a little bit early to wake up a little bit early, whether it's turning off the Netflix at night just to kind of decompress before you go to bed, whether it's taking that 10 minutes between meetings just to kind of go outside and breathe and kind of recenter. Those little bitty pieces, those little bit of fuel, kind of like what we talked about in the brain gas tank, if you listen to that episode, are some of these ways that you can continue to fuel this pace over and over to live in this really fast-paced world at a slower pace that's more natural. And then ultimately, it's going back to those core places to help you move at a very rhythmically slow time, slow pace, right? So whether that's your nature, whether that's the beach, whatever that looks like for you, do it. But then also, one concept I would kind of highlight in this is that when you're there and you're getting into it, recognize that there are going to be people who are not going to move at the pace that you're wanting to move at. 
how many times do we go out to the beach and we're there to kind of just decompress and we turn over and like music's blaring from like seven different tents. You have like people crying. I mean, it's just, it's just this chaos on the beach. And it's like, what is going on here? So we got to recognize that even when we go to these places, even when we go to these gas stations like we've talked about before, when we go to these natural environments, there are going to be people who are also trying to get this same concept that may not be at the place that we're in. And we've got to be okay with that. And we have to find ways to not focus on those and get it. Get what you're there to get. If you can find different places to go, maybe you go. But you maybe you get there a little bit earlier. Maybe you stay a little bit later. Maybe you go at a different time. Whatever that looks like. Find the times that you can go to fuel yourself. There is this belief that if we all can, as a, as a culture, kind of move at this pace, maybe these natural places that we have that also move at this place, as everybody enters them, people will be more likely to enter them at this pace as well. So you're not the only one sitting on the beach, not screaming your face off. You're not the only one in the middle of the woods who's not running like a maniac and just destroying stuff. We're all moving at this slow pace. Restlessness is not the problem, but it's a symptom of a problem. And when we recognize that this symptom is really just our bodies and our brains telling us that our inner beings are not aligning with the outside world, the natural world rather, it's much easier to make a change and a shift, in my opinion. Because for so long, I know my, I have, as well as many other people I know, have found themselves being restless, and restlessness is the problem. I just need to eliminate. I've got to eliminate. I've got to eliminate. And that is true. We have to eliminate it. But it's not a need to eliminate this experience because the experience is just an indicator what we have to understand is why are we feeling this way and if it's because our inner being is not aligning with the natural world we've got to lean into the natural world but also understanding that when we do that and go back to the non-natural world to the fast-paced world we're also going to feel a restlessness and so finding a way to fuel ourselves as we navigate it can help you navigate the challenges that come with living at this slower pace. There's all kinds of movies and books, and if this is something you're interested in, I highly recommend you you reach out. But ultimately, just go experience it for yourself. I don't know what it looks like for you. I don't know what you're interested in. I don't know what you like to do. I would challenge you to do things that you don't like. If you told me my wife would have went on this adventure with me 10 years ago, I'd say you're crazy. So I think that we all can be open to different experiences as long as we recognize that there's probably something that we're going to gain out of it that's life-giving. So challenge yourself and get into the natural world and eliminate these concepts of your life that are generating so much restlessness for you so that you can then find that inner peace and move at a different pace. Because no matter what you're trying to do in your life, whether you're trying to create change, whether you're just trying to be a good parent, whether you're just trying to be a good husband or wife, it's going to take you moving at the pace of the natural world because if you're not moving at the pace of the natural world, you cannot bring life into anything. The, the rhythmic drama of the natural world is solely based out of bringing life. Everything that occurs in the natural world is meant to bring life. Death and life, 
are your behaviors, is your pace of life bringing life? 